Now here's the best. Stay tuned, sports podcast. And hello there, all you stay tuners. Welcome back to another episode of Stay Tuned Sports. It's your good friend Jimbo here in the Stay Tuned Sports Studios, iRacing uh, room. I don't know. I just like adding some some new stuff to the uh, opening segments here. But um, good week. So far, hope you guys are having a good week as well. Um, not too much of the main sports to talk about. At least, at least you know, didn't interest me enough. Um, I am going to touch on a little bit about the the Yankees and the Blue Jays game last night. Some interesting ejections for the Blue Jays, um, but a lot of talk about UFC this past weekend. Hell of a card, except for you know one fight, and we'll we'll talk about that fight. And I'm pretty sure you guys know which fight that is if you tuned into it. Um, but before we get going here, make sure you head over to StayTunedSports.net so you can follow all of our social media accounts, um, especially Twitter. Uh, I, I'm trying to post on Facebook when I'm racing uh, Tuesdays and Friday nights. Um, I actually just raced last night at uh, Atlanta. Uh, did pretty good. Um, I mean, I, I did finish three laps down, I think it was, but I had no incidences, so maybe I am finally going in the right direction here. Um, and also on the, the website there, uh, top there is the, the merch tab, so if you want to buy any t-shirts or uh, hats or anything like that, that's that's the place to go. That's the spot to go. Um, if you want to sh- show your support a different way to the show, head over to WD. Yeah, man, I can't talk today at all. <laughs> uh, www.buymeacoffee.com slash stsports. And you can buy me a beer. A lot of the podcasters over there rather coffee. I mean, I like my coffee in the morning, but i rather beer. I wish I could drink beer every day. Be retired, you know. Um, even actually heard, heard a story that there's a couple out in Seattle that has been living the past year on a cruise because it's cheaper than... Paying for rent or mortgage. Just imagine that. Maybe someday. <laughs> we, we could only wish. Um, but yeah, so the, this past Friday, I didn't race with the uh, Stay Tuned Sports Podcast Truck Series. Um, had some personal stuff to take care of. I did uh, join the chat there a little bit late. Um, and it, was, it was a good race. And I just want to give a shout out to uh, Tristan Maurer. Um, made me look like a freaking genius. He was one of my three uh racers to watch and he ended up winning the race um him and jeff price pretty much ran the the whole race um mauer uh leading 80 laps price uh i think he led like 60 or 65 laps um but you know one caution uh you know friday night uh pretty much they're doing the the same pace as as they did last season even with me joining um, just really good racing, really clean racing and not like boring either. Like they weren't getting separated to the point that no one was battling each other. Each, you know, each little pack, once they, they did get separated, um, each little pack had their own little battles. 
So, I mean, they're, they're still entertaining uh, races. This week, uh, we're at Kansas. I'm going to be jumping back into the truck there and uh, giving it a go. Uh, be my first time uh, at Kansas. I'm going to probably try to start practicing a little bit tonight after the recording here. Um, get some laps and get used to the, the, the track here. I don't know what to expect. I know a lot of people like Kansas. Some people don't, but we'll see. Um, with me getting back into uh, the truck here this Friday, over on YouTube, 3YTV, I want to give them a, a quick shout out, 3YTV. They've been really good to, uh, towards Stay Tuned Sports here, so I just want to give them a shout out. Make sure you guys subscribe to them when you head over there. Um, but I am going to be doing a, a, another giveaway, like I've been doing all season when I was racing. Um, I think it's like 100, 120 laps or something, somewhere around there. So what you guys have to do is tune in and see what place I'm in on the 95th lap. Then head over to the podbean.com ST Sports uh, website. And underneath the, the, this episode where the comment section is, tell me what place I was in on the 95th lap. Then after race is over, that's when the entries will be ended. And I'll head over there and I'll um, see who was right, who was wrong. If there's a tie, I'll pick a, a name out of the hat. And the winner will get a $25 Amazon gift card. Because, let's be honest, everybody loves Amazon anymore. Um, as far as uh, this Friday, here is my three racers to watch for Kansas. First one is actually our other Stay Tuned Sports truck driver, Matt Cherry. Um, going into the season, I was wondering if he could keep that momentum that he had going into the chase, if he could bring it into this season. And so far through four races, it seems like he may have brought it with him. Um, through four races, he has two top fives and two top tens. So, really good race. I, you know, Daytona, I think he... Uh, I don't think he finished Daytona. I think he was part of that wreck that uh, I was partly involved with. Um, following week, I think he did have the top five. And I I believe, yeah, last week he finished uh, third because uh, kind of gave me a shout out. I guess he didn't know I was in the chat. but um, So hopefully he can get the win here because if you win, you're in the chase. At least the top eight racers. Um so hopefully he could get the, the win out of the way, get that little monkey off his back, and, and get into the chase there. Um, next ra racer I have is Nick Kessler. So far, throughout the whole season, he's been fast. Um, first two races, I just think he got uh, caught up in some of the, the uh, stuff that wasn't his fault. Um, but the past two races, he's had top fives. So, quick racer. I think he's going to be able to keep that top five, top ten momentum going. Then is uh, then the next one, our third and final one, is actually our points leader so far through four races, uh, Philip Scott. Past two seasons, he, he's just been really fast. Um, he's a very aggressive driver, but seems like this year he's starting to still be aggr aggressive, but picking the right times when and, and not to do it um, through four races top 
he has four top tens and three top fives. So, I mean, he's just on right now. Um, quite possibly might be the guy to beat this season for the championship. So that's my three racers uh, to watch, which is brought to you by Max Graphics. Head over to our Facebook page. Um, if you're into iRacing and want a paint scheme done, just shoot them a message and they, they could hook you up. So before I came on, well, I heard a couple guys at work talking about, you know, did you see the the Yankees-Blue Jays game last night? And I saw a headline saying the Blue Jays manager was a little confused about three of the three of the ejections that happened last night. And right before I came down here to record, I saw the video that uh, Garcia for the Blue Jays pitcher, uh, top of the sixth, plunked. Josh Donaldson after a Aaron Judge home run. Which the home run tied up the ball game. Like I said, top of six. So he's still got three innings to go. Um, as Donaldson went to first, the home plate umpire called the other umpires together to discuss something at that time. No one knew... Ooh, excuse me. No one knew um, what they were talking about. Like, you know, the broadcasters... We're assuming at the time that could they be possibly talking about ejecting Garcia? But the question is, why would Garcia do it? You know, it's a tie ball game, top of six, not a blowout, not at the end of the game. And sure enough, they threw Garcia out. This right here, like this has always been the the problems with the umpires. Um, Too much power. You know, some of the balls strikes, some of the outs, just some of the plays in general that the umps have to make a call on have been atrocious, to say the least. Um, and, and you guys know that. I mean, you guys seen over the, the past couple years. But this is one reason I, I think they should have like a MLB official up in the booth. You know, if you're going to do instant replay, instead of calling New York um, to get the the call or get their opinion, have someone at the field. And instead of bringing the four umpires together, maybe call up there and make, let them make the final decision. Because, again, a 3-3 uh, three, three ball game, top of six, what, what, what reason was Garcia gaining by... Plunkin Donaldson, absolutely nothing. He, he put the lead man, the lead uh, run, on first base by doing that. So I'm, I'm hoping MLB doesn't suspend Garcia, um, or the coach and the pitching coach, because it just, it just there, there was no build up or lead up to a reason why Garcia would do something like this. I mean, we have seen players in the past get ejected or get, get thrown out of the game, whether it be hockey or football, and have no type of um, penalty from the league. So this is one instance that I hope MLB keeps on with their track record with suspensions of you know doing good, a good job with it, that they do the right thing here and not suspend or even fine Garcia. So, past week was UFC uh, 274, I think it was. Um, Oliveira versus Gaethje. 
I'll tell you what, going into this fight, going into this card, I should say, I was really excited for it. I thought it was going to be a really good card, and it turned out to be a good card. Um, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson, even though Ferguson's older, he still shows up. Um, Cowboy Cerrone versus Joe, uh, Joe Luzian. I was hoping for that fight, but a couple hours before the pay-per-view came on, it got announced that Cowboy had pulled out because of food poisoning. Luckily, though, it uh, got rebooked. Uh, I believe it's uh, July. June or July is when they'll be uh, fighting that that match. Um, and we all know, Cowboy Cowboy's one of the toughest some of the bitches out there in the UFC, if not the toughest. I mean, I know Jorge Masvidal has the quote BMF belt, but Cowboy's really the, the BMF champion here. So, I mean, that fight I am looking forward to. Cowboy did come out and say announcing what his retirement plans are. Um, he's sitting at 48 fights right now. And you know, before I go into any more of the card, uh, I just want to talk about this for a second here. Um, so Cowboy said he has 48 fights right now in the UFC under Zufa, under this new management. And he wants to hit 50. He wants to hit 50 fights in the, the company. Now, he's on a big losing streak. Um... Before this fight got canceled, the lead up to the fight, Dana White said that whoever loses here basically is going to run off into the sunset. I hope Dana backtracks that a little bit. You know, this guy did so much for the, the organization, um, stepped in on short notice a few times. I think that one year he fought four or five times. I think he actually tied a record for... Most record, uh, most fights in a year. Um, and you know, let the guy go out how he wants to go out. If he's saying he's going to retire at 50 fights, let him do it. You owe him that. I mean, you're not paying him that well. So at least give him something that he can hang his, his cowboy hat on. Now, as far as the rest of the card, like I said, Michael Chandler, Tony Ferguson. I mean, in the beginning, it looked like the old Tony was back. He, he was controlling that match, the first round. And Chandler started putting the pressure on. Started doing some jabs. And all of a sudden, front kick to the face. And the thing was, the wife was still up when it happened. You know, you look at Anderson Silva's head kick to uh, Vitor Belfort. Or Machida to, uh, I think it was Randy Couture. Their toes hit those guys' faces. Michael Chandler's knuckle of his foot connected on Ferguson. And Ferguson was out instantly to the point that he actually couldn't brace himself when he fell and his head bounced off the canvas. It, it, it was it was scary. I, I just I screamed. I thought he was dead. Now, I don't believe Chandler deserves a title shot by any means. He's 2-2 two two in the UFC. But the past two fights, he showed that he's he's an exciting fighter. He's there to fight. And even though Charles Oliveira called out Conor McGregor, I think the fight to make here, and I agree with Chandler, is Conor McGregor. They've had a little bit of jabs over the past year or so. 
and I think this would be a perfect fight for Connor to try to get a little bit of that that shininess back from him or back to him because Chandler I mean he could wrestle if he wanted to but he'd rather stand and bang and even though Connor is on a what five six fight loose streak I think he could outstrike Chandler do I think he could knock him out I don't think he could knock him out because we've seen Gaethje we've seen Ferguson give their best shots and I think Gaethje's stronger than Connor with his punches. He knocked him down, but they didn't knock him out. So I think that's the fight to make here. And if Connor could pull out the win against Chandler, then make the fight against Oliveira. But I don't believe he deserves, I, I know he don't deserve a title shot. Hasn't won in how long? Since, well, since Cowboys, so about two, three years. Hasn't had a legitimate win in about five or six years. So this would be a legitimate win if he could beat Chandler. Now, as far as the Oliveira uh, fight against um, Gaethje, I think Gaethje's going to start watching what he says anymore, that he's going to have to quit, you know, to beat me or blah, 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 this and that. This is twice Gaethje tapped out. Once against Habib and now once against Oliveira. But where does Oliver or where does Gaethje go from here? That's two title fights he lost. And it wasn't you know a fluke. And I don't want to hear about the whole, well, Charles weighed in a half pound over, because I'll get to that in a second here. Does he move up a, a weight class or does he you know what does he do? I think Gaethje, maybe the best thing to do, find a new camp. Maybe it's just not working there. You know, he has the talent, obviously. I don't know where he could go. I mean, obviously he has good striking. Maybe he needs to go to a, a camp that has good grappling. Because obviously that's, that's his weakness right now. And submissions. I mean, Oliveira, I mean, I, I know he's one of the best in the UFC when it comes to submissions, but he slapped that on way too easy on Gaethje. So, I mean, I really, I think that's the best thing for Gaethje right now is to go to a new camp. Otherwise, you may just be a gatekeeper at the prime of your career so before we go um, I'm going to do a hot minute take here kind of going off of the situation that happened with uh, Charles Oliveira and there was one other fighter this happened to at the weigh-ins that supposedly the scales may have been tampered with So Oliveira weighed in a half pound overweight. Now when they weigh in, they have a practice scale in the back, which is presented by UFC or, you know, given by UFC. And they have the actual fight scale out front. Well, Oliveira came in a half pound overweight. My thing is, what the hell is a half pound? 
you know, championship fights have to be, you know, championship fighters have to weigh in dead on their weight class, 155, 170, 185. What is a fighter gaining by the half pound? You let other five round fighters that aren't championship bouts, you, you let other bouts, um, I believe it's a half pound or a pound difference. But championship fight has to be dead on. These guys are killing themselves and women are killing themselves to get down. And you supposedly have someone tampering with the UFC scale back there. Again, come on. What is a half pound? So that was my little bitch about what's a half pound. You know, you're not gaining a, a thousand pounds of pressure when you go to punch someone because of it. It's just it's just ridiculous that they have to weigh in dead on. And then the Rose fight, that was one of the no, no, I'm sorry. That was the boringest championship fight I've ever seen in my life. <coughs> Excuse me. I mean, it almost looked like Rose game plan was I'm the champ. I'm just going to dink and dunk here and make you have to beat me because I'm the champ. And at Esperanza, she was no better. But she pointed out enough and won the belt. This fight made the Derek Lewis and Francis Nagano fight look like a barn burner. I mean... <clears throat> And then, you know, Rose coming out saying she deserves a rematch. Right? I think she, she said something like that. I, I don't think she does. And Rose is my girl. I like Rose. I went nuts when she uh, beat uh, Joanne JJ. I can never pronounce her last name. But that performance was pitiful. And like, after the pay-per-view got done and everything, and Joe Rogan and all them were talking, it almost looked like Rose was afraid to attack because of what happened in their first fight together. But that's not a championship mindset. And this fight right here and the Derek Lewis Francis Nagano fight just proves you need live scoring in the UFC. Even if you... I, I know Dana White don't like it because he's afraid of the opposite happening. If Esperanza saw she was up by points. Well, then she would have laid back. Okay. So make the third round the live score round. That way, if a fighter's up two rounds to nothing, well, that other fighter knows I got I, I got to knock this person out. At some point, I I do believe they're gonna have no choice but to go to live scoring in UFC. And maybe Bellator. I don't, know, I don't think Bellator does it, but it obviously works in BKFC. Um, they've had it a couple times for their pay-per-views. So I, I think you're going to eventually see it. Don't know if it's tomorrow or five years or ten years from now, but it's going to have to happen. But I think that's going to be it for this uh, for this week. Um, make sure you head over to staytunesports.net to follow all our social media accounts. And up top there is our, our merch tab. 
definitely want to follow our Twitter and Facebook so that way Tuesdays and Friday nights get the notifications of me racing over on 3Y TV on uh, YouTube. Always look for the number 18 truck. Green, white, main colors. <laughs> so, and mostly, most of the time I'm in the back. So, and if you give it, yeah, about five, 10 laps, you can probably see the, the, the lead cars driving past me. So, um, head over to www.buymeacoffee.com slash ST sports to show your support for the show. And don't forget our giveaway this Friday night for the stay tuned sports podcast truck series. Um, have to, head over to Podbean, find this episode and underneath there's the comment section and tell me what place I was in on lap 95 and I'll choose a winner after the race is done. That's when the, the voting or whatever the entries or whatever you want to call it will be ended and uh, you'll win a $25 Amazon gift card. So everybody wins. So till next week, this is your good friend Jimbo signing out.